What is this? For the masses. Can I begin? Uh-huh. Just a chill kid. I got the cars to the deck you should deal with. I got the flows and not your head. Can you feel it? I put the beans in the bag and I would never spill it. Yes, sir. Damn right. I keep it low-key. They must got all time as if they say that they Welcome to the Florida Masters Podcast. My name is John Baird, your host, and we're back again. It's up and it's stuck forever, right? This is part two of the Johnny DeJulius episode. Johnny DeJulius is a former NCAA All-American, Ohio State champion, multiple state champion, to correct myself. And let's just jump into the episode. However, we got admin tasks. We have thick era, right? Because we do what we have to do. So just everyone, please follow us on Instagram at For The Masters Podcast, on Facebook at For The Masters Podcast, and on YouTube at JB Namaste's podcast. All right. And I remember our anchor sponsorships are up and it's running. So if you want to support the podcast financially to help increase the production, help increase like what we're doing here and increase the guests, please become an anchor sponsor. And I'll be doing something here very soon, very shortly for all the people who support us. Thank you so much. And let's jump into the episode for the Masses podcast. So you, Ohio State, right? You graduated. How did you? Because I know when I graduated, man, I was like, bro, like, like, like. It's a hard like, time. It's a hard transition for athletes. I'm like, what is like? What are we? What are we focusing on now? Well, you know? No, dude, that is such a real thing. I uh, I finished college, and your everything is now yep. done at age 22, 23. Your everything is now your purpose for being, and for a lot of people, they don't know where to go. You know what right. I mean? Like that, like. I call them the Johnny Manziel's. You know what I mean? <laughs> their their whole identity is now at 22 years old, and it's over yeah. with, right? Yeah. So there's this Japanese phrase. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called ikigai. Have you ever heard of that? Ah, uh, no. So it's a concept that means a reason for being, a reason for being, and it's four part question, four part. So. Take being in the army, maybe right now, wrestling, maybe maybe a hobby you have, just whatever you're thinking of right now. Ask it four questions: Do you love it? Are you good at it? Can you make a living? Because unfortunately, money is important. I don't want to say it's more important than loving something, but do you love it? Are you good at it? Can you make a living doing it? And lastly, does it impact the world in a positive way? So I think finding hobby—not a hobby, but a passion—that hits all four of those questions that you could say yes to, that is a very blissful thing you could find. It is it is a path to a lot of fulfillment and satisfaction. And when you leave wrestling, sometimes people kind of don't really know where to go. They don't really, nope. not even just wrestling. When they leave sports, when they're not going to be on the professional level and for wrestling, you know, there really is no professional level unless you go fight or you go train uh, for Team USA. I was fortunate enough to train for four years after college. But even then, yep. right? There's that same that same dilemma when you're when you're done. Where do I go from here? So yeah. so it's not about forcing it, right? It's about letting it find you. You know, find what you like by just throwing stuff at the at the, at the wall. Hey, I'm gonna try this. Hey, I might like that. I'm gonna try that, and continue to just have a, a progressive mindset to to get there. You know. That's so amazing, man. You're still dropping these keys. Try right. to. So what's your Akika? Was that was that your traveling? My good I love that. Thank you for asking. I'm gonna ask you the same thing. So you better be you better be ready for the ping pong battle. I'm, I'm, but I'm trying. I um I love, I love, love, love with a passion traveling. I love it. Right? Yeah. Now, how could I impact the world in a positive way and how can I make a living doing that? 
fortunately, me and uh, Bryce Meredith, we started our own company called Live No Tomorrow. Now, it started off as like just a corny hashtag for us, right? Hey, man, no tomorrow. Make the most of the moment. That's kind of what it was. But it kind of snowballed into more of a, this is how we're going to inspire a lot of kids, a lot of people to, I don't want to say don't take life so seriously because that life is serious. Life is real, very real. But at the end of the day, a lot of people put life off for later. Hey, I'll go to Greece one day. Oh, I don't want to go this weekend. But it's not for the right reasons, right? It's not because, like, they can't go. It's like, oh, I don't want to miss this dope St. Paddy's Day party this weekend. I don't want to miss this Labor (laughs) Day weekend. I don't want to miss – and, like, they start – later, later, later. All of a sudden, you know, you kind of grow up, and and, and there's never a perfect time to do anything. So it's not just – mine is traveling, but live no tomorrow is just kind of saying, hey, whatever it is you want to do – do it, bro. Like really do it. If you don't like your job and you want to go up and open an art gallery one day, do it. Right. Do yep. it. Don't put it off. There, there's a time and a place to put it off. But if you are putting it off and stalling because of nerves, do it. Right. So, yep. so my guy is putting that live no tomorrow, right. On clothes, you know, in content through me adventuring and traveling the world and just inspiring people to do that. And fortunately, you know, it just started. But fortunately, I've been able to have some people, you know, support financially by buying the stuff and whatnot. Um, and and it's been very fulfilling. You know, people are, are the affirmation you receive, which you feel selfish at first. You know, you're doing something and you're like, oh, I re-, you know, appreciate the affirmation. But it's good to appreciate the, the affirmation, the feedback of people saying, yo, thank you so much. I really vibe yeah. with this with this. You know, I, you know, people are sending me pictures from Hawaii. They've never left the state, the, the, the continental United States before, and they're going to Hawaii. They're going to, you know, maybe they're leaving the country. They're going to Mexico and they're sending me these pictures. They're saying, bro, because of you, because you inspired me to like, you know, we're, we're booking last second trips when we're going. And that's a really cool feeling. You know, that's a really yeah, cool absolutely. feeling to, to, to have, to be a little bit of a catalyst for people going to have a memorable experience, you know? No, absolutely. And, and you, like I said, your Instagram, like your pictures are amazing and you're just like doing cool stuff like base jumping, skydiving. How'd you get into base jumping? I don't jumping recommend anybody base jumping. That, that stuff's not smart. <laughs> so what, yeah, so what made you like do that? Like you adrenaline like junkie or like, yes, like what? Yes, yeah. So skydiving, I, I, so I've never drank before in my entire life. My, uh, okay. I, this is kind of cool. Well, I don't want to say cool, right? Because I'm going to start off dark and then I'll kind of, you know, bring it back. But my mom passed away when I was 16. And everybody always said, like, when you lose a parent when you're young, don't, hey, man, you, you better not start going down a bad path. Don't start partying and drinking. And, like, I heard it once, and I kind of, like, rubbed it off. But then every teacher, every family member, every coach, everybody kept saying that. And I'm like, guys, I'm not going to start, like, going down this dark path. Like, I, you know, yeah. maybe a lot of people do. Maybe a lot of people struggle. I don't know. I had never drank at that point in my life. So almost because so many people expected me to become this, you know, sad, depressed, you know, alcoholic, yeah. I guess, right? Mm-hmm. I like almost did the opposite. I've never, I'm 29 years old now, I've never had a sip of alcohol. So it was almost yeah. like an F you to everybody else, like who, who thought that was what I was going to do, right? So I turned 18 and I already had this mindset that I wasn't going to party, right? Even though you obviously can't yeah. drink when you're 18. My dad said, hey, what do you want to do when you're 18? And obviously because I wasn't going to go out and party with my friends, as a senior in high school, I said, well, I'm 18. I'm allowed to skydive now. Why don't, why don't we go skydiving? So we go skydive and I, I love it. 
I absolutely love it. So, so crazy. skydiving leads to me getting my license. Me getting my license leads to base jumping. Now, there's a big difference. It is parachuting. It is high off high objects. But when you skydive, you are 13,000 feet above the ground. You have two parachutes, and the area you're landing is a wide open field, right? There's air traffic. Every other skydiver is going to have a landing pattern in the same direction. The wind, let's say it's coming out of the west. You're going to land into the west. You're going to land real soft facing the wind. It's going to slow you down. Base is a little different, right? Base is an acronym for building, antenna, span, and earth, right? And when you base jump, you jump off of one of those four fixed objects. A span is a bridge and earth is cliffs. So let's say I'm standing on a bridge. Mm -hmm. It's usually only three to 500 feet over the ground. A lot less time to react. You have a problem at 3,000 feet in the skydive, a lot of time to fix it. You know, you got line twists. Think of like you're in a swing set and you wrap yourself up in the swing set, right? You have a lot of time to kick out of that and whatnot. Cut away if you have to and ride your second parachute, base jumping. You don't have that luxury. You you have problems at 200 feet, you got problems, right? You, got, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like and, and not to mention, let's say I have an off heading. I, I'm jumping this direction and, you know, I have a 180 off exit. If it's a bridge, I'm all right. I can just circle out under the bridge. If I'm on a cliff or a building, you got problems, right? You got a bad day. Now, as I mentioned, you're jumping in an urban area. Usually it's at night because, you know, you don't want people to see security, police. You don't want people to see. You know, unfortunately, it is, you know, not, you know, the most legal thing you could do. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you got, you got crosswinds. You got power lines. You got winds coming up different alleys, different streets. You got power lines. You got cars, fences. You got all these different variables that happen so quick. You know, you don't have time to decide, right? Now, so why crazy. do that? Why do that? Why do something so stupid, risk award? What? what is it? At the end of the day, pretend you are that girl who wants to start that art gallery. He can't mm -hmm. pull that trigger on leaving this job. She has. Remember, we brought that up earlier. You can't, you can't leave. You can't leave. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, you choose to just make the, the jump. You leave. You go. You are you are studio. All of the fear of what can go wrong usually happens before you make the decision to finally quit your job. Usually, that's what once you quit though, once you make the jump, once you open that art studio, or once you start the process of doing it, now it's just grind. There's going to be yeah. struggles up and down, but it is a very liberating feeling to go from safe security kind of into some unknown and see what happens, right? Wow. multiply that by a million when you're standing on top of a, of a cell phone tower and that's represents safe and security and anything after represents unknown the second i may i don't all these thoughts are going through my head do what if what if oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my yeah. god i'm like up there shaking right the second you let go the second you jump into that unknown it is the most liberating feeling there's nothing on your brain except where you are right now i am so totally present Fortunately, the the consequences of that going wrong versus an art studio failing, right? <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. different, right? So that's where I lose people. A lot of people don't don't understand that side of it. But that that liberating feeling is is something that is very hard to to re recreate. It's very unique, you know. Sorry, I went on a long monologue, but that, that that's Bro. very I'm very passionate about base jumping. You got me, you got me pumped up thinking about it until you told me that what could go wrong. <laughs> that's so wrong. crazy. That's definitely true. Stuff can definitely go wrong. You know, that's, but that's, that's so not crazy. what I want to focus on. No, no, I, I, absolutely, man, and like that's beautiful, honestly. 
So I owe you my what's it called Akikai. I owe you my Akikai. Yeah, it's here. And, and then and then I got a question about your service. I gotta move my so car. I hold up not loud. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Thank you, bro. So question on my your, my Akikai. Basically, you know, I started podcasting because you know I always like how rappers, you know, they always made songs after their muse. You know, so they would be like, after hey, you know, what you cut out? They make songs after their what? After their muse. Right. Okay. So it might be a beautiful girl, and they named the song Mona Lisa or something like that. You know, uh, I think that's just like a super dope art artistic concept. So I was like, man, hmm, I'm not as talented to them musically. Well, it so, gives you a hey, voice. Gives you a voice, right? Yeah. So I was like, hey, let's start. Let's start podcasting. Let's start podcasting. So the the best part of podcasting to me is making the 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 episode titles. You know, that's and, awesome. um, yeah, bro. So like, I was like, this is what do you what do you what are you thinking about calling this one, bro? I don't know. Maybe Liberation. Ooh, wow. Now you're bro. talking my language. Now you're talking <laughs> my language. I'm saying, bro, that's dope. I that's love fire, that. right? Bro, I, I love stuff like that, man. So, like, a huge, 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 you know, reason I started podcasting. So, man, and I just love the space. Super People are super open about it. You know, I appreciate people like you jumping on. You no, know? I appreciate you having me. And I do apologize for, for running late. That, you know, that, that was super, super immature. I apologize. No, uh, you're good, bro. Circle back, though, real quick. You said you, you follow the rap scene a lot. Who, who you like to listen to? Dude, if you don't mind me asking. Uh, man, so like, obviously, like, Drake is, like, the best artist of our generation. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I listen to a lot of, like, street rap. I'm not going to lie. Like, underground like, stuff. Sure. Like, like, Dirk. Uh, yeah, I of like course. Like, you, got, you like a lot of Chicago. So, when, yeah, I, was, when I was in college, and, and we were roughly in college at the same time, that's all we listened to was really Reese, Dirk, and Chief. Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> Facts, Literally, bro. and that's it. And, like, you know, shout out Fredo Santana in the cut, right? But that, that's, like, all we listened to. And, uh, damn. That brings me back. Isn't it funny how music, sometimes you don't love the song as much as when I listen to an old song, I love who I was at that time. When I listen to Chief Keef, mm-hmm. I can't relate to running through Southside Chicago hustling, right? I can't yeah. relate to that. But what I can relate to is when I was playing that song frequently, I was with my boys. We were in the car. We were running around Ohio State. And that's what it brings me back to. You know what I mean? So that's funny how music can do that. It, it doesn't matter if you can't relate to the lyrics as much, you can appreciate the art, the poetry, and then it can bring you to a time that, that you really have nostalgia for, you know? No, nah, absolutely, bro. It brings you back to those moments. It's like moments, man. And just like wrestling, it's like sure. moments. It takes you back to those moments, you know? You get it? Yeah, I can edit it out. So, so uh, okay, good. I was just saying you get it out. What's the uh, last thing you heard? So you were talking about like how music is taking you back to those, those the time. Right, you know? yeah. It takes you back to who you were. So like sometimes, you know, I can appreciate the art and the poetry and, and the creativity of uh, certain music. But what I, what I like that it does the most is it brings me back, you know, to kind of who I was at that time when I was really vibing with that song. You know, I, I, I love running around Columbus with my with my best friends and whatnot. And, oh, a song takes me back to that. And that's cool Absolutely. for me. Absolutely, you know? bro. It's, 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 it takes you back to those moments. You yeah, know? totally. Yeah. And I think like you know, wrestling too, bro. Moments. You like uh do you do you know Jack Boy at all? Yeah, bro. Love Jack Boy. So check this, right? Check this. I put Jack Boy over one of my uh, one of my skydiving or one of my base jumping videos, right? Someone oh, tags okay. him in the comment. Yeah. Ironically, he sees it and he comments like, yo, that's fire. A week later, bro, he skydived. One week later. I'm Stop. telling you, bro, I was the reason. I'm telling <laughs> you. Bro. Like, hey, I that's Nobody believes me. If you look at this this video on Instagram, his comment is there, and everybody's like, "Bro, he was probably planning that forever." Like you just, it was ironic. And I'm like, "Dude, he saw it, thought it was the he Scott because it's in that one uh protecting my energy music video. He yeah. skydived in it, 
I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> bro, that's awesome, actually. Like, like, bro, like, Jack Boy went skydiving because of you. Dude, that'd be cool, right? I mean, it, probably, a... it might not be true, but I like to believe it. <laughs> bro, I mean, I mean, it, like, I have no reason not to believe you. Right. That's awesome, <laughs> right? You know, so, so, so Johnny, you know, as we close out, like we can't skip over, like you do a lot of service, you know, you do a lot of like, clinics and things like that. So like what, 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 prompt, what prompted you to do that? Like the clinics and giving back. So clinics is just another way to, you know, I don't want to say a very, again, cliche term in wrestling is give back. Um, yeah. It's not just about giving back, you know, yeah. I don't, I believe, I believe in passing stuff forward. I do wholeheartedly. I believe in passing stuff forward, but giving back kind of means sometimes you you owe things now yeah what i owe is i owe the time i've spent in learning in wrestling i owe it to myself to continue not just everybody yeah. else but to myself so so for me i fulfill my love for wrestling by teaching younger kids and showing them different wrestling and, and, and mindset and philosophy and all this different kind of stuff of, of uh how to pass it on that that's important to me and I've been fortunate enough to go around the whole, you know, country. You know, I've been all the way out to Hawaii, then to California, all over to do these clinics. And uh, it's pretty cool, you know, seeing all the that's different awesome, kinds of wrestlers there are, you know. Yeah, it's awesome. That's great. That's great. Me, you know, me so and like, oh, Blake? <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Like, we do a lot of so, clinics together. That's so cool, bro. Like, like, and like for, for you guys to be doing that kind of stuff, it's just like a dream, man. You know, and yeah. um, I know I know the community like definitely appreciated it. So 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 Johnny, like so give like what's one thing you want people to take away from this podcast? And and you know that you kinda hit the nail on the head with like liberating. Like you really did. And I never that's such a good word. I know I said it, but you just re emphasizing it. I want people to be inspired to do things that kind of set their soul on fire. Yeah. You know, like that's very important to me. And a lot of people think, especially as we get, you know, for, for me and you, we get closer to 30. They yeah, bro. In their 30s as they get closer to 40 and whatnot, they think that their dreams are kind of over. You know, the best part about being a kid, you know what the best part about being a kid is? You haven't learned what you can't do yet. Oh, I want to be a yeah. firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be in the World Series one day. I want to be in the Super Bowl one day. All of a sudden, you get to 25, you get to 30, you get to 40. And, and that, that word sets in, be realistic, right? And yeah. I don't love that. I don't love that word. I'm not saying you should be 30 years old and still think you could drop everything and be an astronaut. That's not what I yeah. mean. You have, to, you have to have some sort of attack, you know, and, and passion for what it is. It can't just be like, you know, a free-for-all. But at the end of the day, you should still be a dreamer, you know? Absolutely. It's like I see all these people hating. You know, I have this friend who's like 28 who dropped everything to go try and act in Hollywood. And yeah. a lot of people around us like rolled their eyes at it. Bro, what are the chances? And it's like, who cares? Yeah. Like who cares? Really? Who cares? Like you think because you, and I'm talking to like a, a general person, you think cause, cause you are a salesman and, and, and your job <laughs> is secure that all of a sudden that's better. Like yeah. it's, it's no different. Just go do your thing. And, and, and I see that a lot with this clothing brand thing that I'm doing with live no tomorrow. People will be more willing to pay strangers that they've never met and support a stranger's brand and support somebody who, who who you claim you love right they'll they'll talk down like about you but they'll hype up scott district's talentless brand right yeah and it's like it's like bro you don't know him you don't know you <laughs> bro, it's real bro and it's crazy like people, people are so quick to hate on people who they know 
but they will gas up people who they don't know if they hear a story about somebody, you know, being out there, throwing, you know, wanting to fight, wanting to be an actor, wanting to start a clothing brand, wanting to be a YouTuber, whatever it is. So, so my goal for people to take out of this is, is am I allowed to curse? Yeah, do you think? Don't give a fuck what people think, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Go do it anyway. Don't the closest anyway. people to you will always be your biggest haters. People who don't know you are always going to support you. Like, that's unfortunately the sad truth. And if someone's close to you that supports you, that's a rare person. Keep them close, you know? Man, absolutely, bro. That's real. And so so where can people find you, like, on Instagram? Like, you got to live no tomorrow. So, yeah, like, so Instagram? hit me up at, at Johnny the Julius. And this is something that, that, that is pretty cool. You know, I uh, – not pretty cool. I shouldn't, I shouldn't gas myself up. <laughs> but, you know, if anybody ever has questions, if they – you know, want to know about skydiving, want to know about traveling. I get a lot of travel DMs, a lot. Yeah. I don't I don't miss DMs, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's some in your requests that maybe, you know, you, you overlook once in a while. But for the most part, you know, if anybody has any questions about, about just traveling and whatnot, shoot me a message. You know, I'd love to, to rap about it and, and whatnot. That's fun for me. I, I like I like doing that. I like talking about stuff that I'm passionate about. And uh, and I also like learning about what other people are passionate about, you know, like yeah, podcasting. Really, I wonder if you have any. I wonder if you have any of, of what I'm talking about when it comes to like people sneak this in a little bit, like, oh, what's he gonna, he's gonna start a podcast? It's gonna blow up one day. Like, I don't know if any anybody ever gives you that flack a little bit, but it's almost like, bro, that stopped me. I had insecurities from starting No Tomorrow's clothing brand for a long time. Really? I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I gotta be real. I gotta express vulnerability. Like that stopped me from wanting to do it because of of people who what they would say yeah. and, and and it takes it takes a little bit it's very easy to give the advice yo don't give a shit what people think and it's very hard to execute but once you do execute there's that liberation word again it is very liberating you know what i mean it's it's crazy Absolutely. how that works and it comes full circle bro it's so true and I, I think for me what got me a lot was like the passive comments like oh how long are you gonna be doing yes that? You know, like those things, those are the ones that really like get me. Yeah, bro. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Until, like, until. that's what, that's when, until. <laughs> bro, that's my thing, bro. But, uh, you know, I, I was like, externally, I would say definitely the support's been amazing, you know, and definitely a blessing. But I, again, I do notice like the second, third party circles are the ones that like are really like into it. But I've been blessed, man. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, hey, Johnny, I'm super grateful for you jumping on the podcast, bro. No, you thank me? you, man. Thank you for having me so much. I'd love to come back on and rap anytime. I like doing this. It's not an inconvenience to me. Anytime you want, we can chop it up. Hey, no, no, bro. Thank you. Thank you so much for the Masters Podcast. Wow. Johnny DeJulis, he came through, you know, and he he just was like a, a liberating spirit. The name of this episode is Liberation Part 2. And it's beautiful because, like, he don't really care. He don't really care, like, what other people think. Or why he's doing what he's doing, but he knows it gives him that edge, you know, and he dropped a whole bunch of gems. So I encourage people to like continue to play this episode over and over and over again. I know, like I know, like I know that this episode will give you value. Thank you everyone for listening for the Masters Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to my mother, Alfreda Bullock. She ran her race with elegance and pride. I love you forever and always.